Hello all, Isaiah is here from the Heel Turn Podcast, and before we start off the show with all the fun and crazy stuff, we just had to start off with some breaking news. We just, me and Devin, just um, were saddened by the news of the murder of Rikishi's niece, Jada, and it's sad. She's 16 years old. There's a $50,000 reward for her in the San Francisco Bay Area, so if you know anything, please spread the word and bring justice to Rikishi's family. And that's, we just wanted to share that light out. We just wanted to spread the word out because Rikishi, as we all know, is a great performer. The Usos, the whole family as a whole has entertained us for years. And this is just a horrible and tragic situation that nobody should ever have to go through. So if you have any information, spread the word. Thank you so much. And back to the show. Podcast. I'm your host, Isaiah Jackson Jr., and the man drinking his lethal dose of coffee right now. Pretty extraordinarily fine. Got my uh, my little my gasoline over here. My coffee, I'm so uh, Colombian coffee. I just had to throw that in there. Yo, yo, Colombian coffee. Oh, you you not regular. My bad. We, <laughs> we ain't talking to no regular dude that drink regular coffee. When I ain't drinking that gas station coffee, uh, I'm telling you. Although since sometimes certain ones, certain ones will get you though. Certain ones, yeah, they get. You you be you'll find you find them hidden gems out there. I had some McDonald's coffee that hit. Hey, well yeah, McDonald's. I'll give you that. I mean, I don't drink coffee. Like I'm a I'm an anti coffee, anti coffee, coffee, anti like crazy. energy drinks. I'm gonna buy you like five different coffee mugs for like all the, throughout the week. Man, you know what's crazy? Like every place I've been in, I always said need to have a coffee spot for my dad. And no matter where my dad slides to, like if I'm in a hotel, you guys there a coffee machine? Like you know, it's like a guy. It's got to be a coffee machine. Like, no coffee, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, no coffee. You ain't. I guess you ain't seeing me. Like it is what it is. <laughs> but I gotta. We gotta talk about this. We've been. We've been. We've been clowning for way too long. But it looked like on Raw. <laughs> Nia Jax and Charlotte Flair got in the ring. I guess they were supposed to be having a match, and they just said, "You know what? Screw it." I seen from what I saw. 
from my perspective, Charlotte got up and slapped Naya. I'm like, oh, okay. She trying to get some heat. Naya got the grabbing on Charlotte's hair and then tried to, then gave her the Duke Duke. I was like, what is going on? She gave her the, the, the three piece. Naya gave her a three piece. Charlotte ate them. And Charlotte did eat them though. I, <laughs> Charlotte ate the three piece. <laughs> she pretty much did. Man. She Char- grabbed her and said, meek, 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 meek. I just don't understand what why what made Nia Jax want to be like, you know what? I just gotta put all of my hands on the WWE champion right now, the person that we're supposed to protect. You know, if if not only that, they say it's a work shoot, it could, you know, we could have been worked or they could have been legit serious because this looks serious. Like Charlotte had Nia in a, in a headlock for a minute, looked like trying to save her life <laughs> pretty much. Cause if she if Nia got out of that, it would have been wraps and the, it looked pretty pretty stiff well what was your comments on the on the on the match i was laying there i was watching and i was like what is going on right now like what are you doing like man <laughs> i i don't know all i seen to be like like i said i saw the slap i'm like okay whatever then as i know i just started seeing the you know hi welcome to popeyes would you like our naya jacks three-piece special and charlotte was like yeah and that's what she got i was like whoa jesus christ and then they tried to go back into like a hold, and like after that, it's awkward. Like you just three piece me up, yeah. <laughs> lock up with you. You just swung up, yeah. You just swung on me in front of my family, like you know, yeah. like there's a million people. In front of this whole world, you're gonna three piece me, and I can't do nothing back. And I lost, and I lost. Yeah, that too. I was like, wow. Not only that, I am women's champion. Not only am I getting landed on my head throughout this whole match, I'm heated. So of course, yeah, I'm gonna slap somebody. Like the mats, I don't care. I don't care. I'm gonna say this till I'm blue in the face. Them mats hurt. I wouldn't. If somebody, yeah, yeah. You know what? I'm (laughs) glad. I'm glad because they hurt. When I landed on that mat, I realized like wrestling is not for me. I need to be. I need to be somewhere else that is not in a wrestling ring. No, (laughs) I was like that is not me. So knowing Charlotte got landed on her neck, that and knowing that could happen a couple times. I'm women's champion. I'm already heated. That number one, this lady has a list of injuries. Number two, this man just walked up to me and told me I have to be in the ring with this lady on now a random episode of Raw and lose. Punch me in my face. <laughs> and yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna be heated too. So her retaliation was understood. Do you think this, do you think we've been worked? Possibly. Cause you know, they said it was like, I don't know. I feel like it was like a work inside of work, and it was a shoot inside of shoot. All I know is I seen three pieces flying. That's all I saw. <laughs> I and I, after that, it was like the stiffest work I had ever seen. You see Charlotte bouncing off the road with full momentum, then she just turned into a job, and now you're just standing there. I'm like, they're not trying to work right now. <laughs> I'm telling you. She threw her down like, boom, pander, and all you could hear was fatality. Naya <laughs> Jax wins. <laughs> I'm telling you. She just standing there. It's just like, continue. <laughs> yeah, continue. Like, Charlotte's like rolling out of the rolling on the ring, like on the side. Like, I'm telling you, like, that was that was ridiculous. That that was no way to protect your women's champion whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. That, now, from the beginning, as soon as she walked into the arena, she was treated disrespectfully. Like, and I'm, I'm not trying to, like, trash Anaya Jax this bad. Even Because even before, like, that match with uh, Rhea Ripley and uh, Shayna, she was just like, I'm going to just let y'all know that I'm, I'm going to do that to Charlotte. Just know. I'm like, damn. Like, yeah, I'm telling came you. Came into the arena like, I'm going to do that to her today. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. As soon as Charlotte walked into the walked into the arena, seen like the match card, she should have been like, yeah, nah, nah. Vince, nah. They, pay, yeah. 
they pass each other in the hall and she bump into her shoulder. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, we got to <laughs> talk about this. No, because even when Nia Jax last year was talking about Ronda Rousey being unsafe and being unfit to be in the ring, like, come on now, who are you talking about? <laughs> like, I th- <laughs> when she was going off, she was like, we're talking about a certain someone and they just. So when Lexi was in, she was um, working at an angle and she was continuously getting hurt by a, in a certain angle with somebody. I would have been like, why, really? I'm like, why is she talking about herself in a third person like this? I'm like, she should have <laughs> just said, why is she just coming out and admitting it? But like, she, she's a problem. At this point, do you, and even if, even if we have been worked, she's, her injury list, her list yeah, of people that she has injured is kind of large. Large, large. You ever seen that list of Jericho? It's that large. Yeah. Like, the list of Nia Jax, man. The list of Nia Jax, exactly. And Kyrie saying on it twice. Like, how do you put somebody's on she, there twice? She should start coming out with this is my brutality. I'm telling you. <laughs> this she is t- Swiss Thieves. She, you know what's crazy? She, right, Rhea Ripley has like a grunge type music. Shayna Baszler has a grunge type music. And Nia Jax has this subtle happy-go-lucky, yeah. I'm not like most girls, and then goes and kills most girls. <laughs> like, doesn't even make any sense. So, no. all in all, done clowning her. We just, Nia Jax, just, I wish they would have, and I mean this with all all respect possible, I just wish Vince McMahon would have sent her to the performance center with Keith Lee and them and Otis. Yeah, yeah, I mean, when you go through the list, like, you know, she gave Becky Lynch the black eye, she injured Mandy Rose, she injured... Uh, Man, it's just like you must need some training. Like I get it, wrestling is wrestling. Like you, most likely y'all gonna get hurt. This stuff ain't ballet, but like you still gotta be safe. That's what makes the performance what it is. Like if you sit up here throwing me on my head and stuff, I'm supposed to be. I'm all disoriented now. Now you trying to lock up with me? All I'm trying to say is she need to take some time in the performance center. Just, just stay in there for a minute, like. Exactly. We're trying to keep people safe out here, have fun, and be entertained. We're not trying to throw real pieces out here. All right, we say our we save our three pieces for Sunday uh, afternoon. Yeah, yeah, sometimes. sometimes. And, and if you're Devin, all you need is a drink of coffee, and he's ready to yep. throw three pieces everywhere. The right. Rain. I'm telling Fuel you. It up. The Heel Turn Podcast. Another person we have to clown on, Buddy Murphy. Now, the only reason, let's be honest, for those that don't know, for those that haven't seen us, we're two African-American men, very handsome African-American men, at least one of the two. But anyway, this, this, <laughs> but, <laughs> but the thing is, Buddy Murphy, he's finally got his 90 days compete calls released. He's free. So he thought the smartest thing to do was post a freedom picture, two hands, you know, two hands breaking free from chains. Now, Devin. Devin Lee Crimes, Brother Crimes, Brother, Brother Crimes. I have a question for you. Yes, How would you, what what is the first thing that comes to your mind when you see two hands breaking off some shackles? Not, I'm sorry, dark skin hands breaking off some shackles. I see that, and I mean, all I see is you know, emancipation, man, freedom, you know. And he, his situation went. Nothing like that. <laughs> I'm like, you, you couldn't just scroll down just a little bit more. It's tons of images on Google Images. Like, you didn't have to pick the first one you saw. And was like, I'm all. It's like he had to hurry up and, oh, hey, I want to make this post before I got to go do what I got to do. Right. Exactly. Like, man, just, just scroll down a little bit. Because, like, you know, we just literally are going to type the same thing and go, oh, that's who you got that from. Right. Huh. 
Now, to be honest, I was just like, I mean, it makes sense, but I was. <laughs> I get what I he was trying picture, to do. Yeah, but he he should have just been like, should I? You know, before you post stuff on Twitter and stuff, you know how you just double look at it, like, all right. I, and it's twenty twenty one. Like you would yeah, think, it's like, like, all right, maybe, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Maybe I shouldn't post this. But all in all, people, we we don't have a problem with what he did. We know it was a sheer coincidence. We're just clowning. 100%. Yeah. Well, at least I do. Did you 100% think he... No, no. I, yeah. I, I know he wasn't trying to intentionally, like, offend nobody. Right, exactly, exactly. So, all the fun, Buddy Murphy... I can't be mad at somebody named Buddy, man. Come on, now. Come on, now. If he was still I in mean, WWE, he could still been Murphy. I'd be like, Buddy, Buddy, Buddy ain't mean that. Buddy ain't mean that. <laughs> now, he could have he he still been Murphy. Running I'd be running. defending him for everything he do. They'd be like, man, you know, Buddy took my candy. Man, Buddy ain't do that. Buddy, buddy ain't do that. <laughs> buddy ain't like that. Y'all know Buddy ain't like that. Buddy, Buddy took who I out. Buddy ain't like that. Who? You need to stop. Man. With stop. who? Seth Rollins? Stop that. Buddy ain't like that. <laughs> <laughs> the Heel Turn Podcast. No, nah, but onto the very next topic, and that's the WWE. We're clowning on the WWE because they signed Brock Lesnar to a year and a half contract. Devin, what is, what is your immediate thoughts when you heard about Brock Lesnar, seeing, knowing that you're going to see Brock Lesnar for a year and a half? I mean, it's longer than most part-timers be. Oh, 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 was that, was that a John Cena diss? Was that, was I that mean, you? it could be, hey, it, like they say, man, like they say, the faithful quote, if the suit fits, then you must wear it. And wow. it, this shoe is big enough to fit John Cena, Goldberg, all them part-time people that want to come wrestle for just one day. They want to take up my programs on Friday nights and Monday. I hype up one little match, then they get whooped, and then they go back and do whatever they was going to do. And then they go sit on their couch. This man get them a holler. I need you to come back. We're, we're, we're in it now. I'm like, all right. They put down they uh they probably got coffee like me. They put down their coffee. They put on their shoes. They, all right, I'm going to catch y'all later. I'll be right back. I got to go help Vince out. So, I mean, hey, was it eight matches Brock Lesnar has on his contract? I mean, that's longer than <laughs> Goldberg's two and John Cena's one this year. But I don't know. I mean, was, I mean, hopefully out of these eight matches, I get a, a Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar match. That's all I'm asking for out of these eight matches. You got eight matches, WWE and that man's contract. Don't let me down. Because if you let me down, I don't know what I'm going to do. No, nah, but like, here's, here's where this whole thing kind of bothers me. Because a year and a half of Brock Lesnar, you know how long of a title reign that is? I mean, it's well, a year and a half. Be- but Dang. Exactly, Dang. who says he, did you see him? You mean to tell me? No, I see what you're saying. Like, he look like he is in pristine shape. But still, it's just, I don't want to see that. <laughs> oh, we're going to see. I'm 100% yeah. positive we're going to see that. When Roman, when yeah. Brock Lesnar showed up, Roman Reigns have been killing everybody on yeah. the roster. Brock Lesnar walked in the ring. Roman dipped out. If he dipped out, Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar, we finna see Brock Lesnar to be going to be champion for a year and a half. We finna see Paul Heyman turn his back on Roman Reigns because he, yet again, for the, what, 20th time, in his career of fighting Brock Lesnar, probably can't get the job done. That's an estimate, and that's my take. That's that's my I do I'm not I'm not crapping on oh, Brock Lesnar's no. contract. I think I'm happy to see him back, but we're gonna see another title reign, a lengthy one. Mm, at, at that. 
don't want to see it. I'm going to run in there and be like, stop, please. The Heel Turn Podcast. Going on to NXT, Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard will reportedly be behind the scenes and making big decisions at NXT. Is, is NXT doomed? Is Are we watching the, the, the fall of NXT right now? It is the fall of NXT as we know it. You know, I mean, as we know it. I mean, I don't like what they did to Triple H, man. Look, this man put years into this. And then it pretty much just came in. It was just like, you know what? Give me that. They just ran that lick on him like that. Just stole NXT from him like that. Now they, oh, this is our production now. We're going to do it. And then they changed the logo. I mean, I won't, I won't knock, I won't knock on it until I actually see like what they're trying to transform it to. But I just don't like how they did that. I feel like Triple H was doing a pretty good, excuse me, pretty good with it. Now they just kind of just bum rushed them and snatched it from them. What's yeah. to do now? Yeah, exactly. And now what is, and the crazy part is, what does this say? What does this say for the company? What does this say gotta, for what like what 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 does this say for everything that has to go for Triple H's legacy? Because when we talk about 30 years from now, because I honestly believe I'm gonna be staring at Vince McMahon until I'm 45 years old. Like I honestly think Vince McMahon has an, an extra 30 years left in him. So until Vince McMahon, you know, unfortunately passes away a hundred years from now and at that time comes, Triple H is supposed to be supposedly next man up. Shane McMahon doesn't want it. Shane McMahon left to do his own thing back in man. That was back in the early, early 2000s. Yeah, I was like, he just didn't want it from the start. <laughs> yeah, after that whole invasion angle and everything else, WCW was bought. Shane McMahon kind of distanced himself. It was if it wasn't Steph, if it wasn't uh, Shane, it was gonna be Stephanie. Stephanie is a part of talent relations and all that other stuff. Triple H got a hold of NXT. He had his own brand. We seen what he could do with his own brand. We thought Triple H was supposed to be the successor to Vince McMahon when this all this is said and done. Triple H could have his fault Paul Prince on Raw and SmackDown. NXT has been great when Triple H had his hands on it. And so it's sad to see it getting taken away from him. And I don't want to see what it's going to turn into all this colorful rainbow yee yee haircut stuff is foolishness. Like I don't, it's, it's trash. Like I just don't like it whatsoever. And the, the way, the way it's going, I like the recruits and we're going to get to that in a little bit. I like the recruits. I like the recruiting process. I understand that. And we talked about that last week, but it's just weird. Yeah. I mean, not, never knocking on the recruits and even the performance that's currently under NXT. It's not on them. It's just this transition to me is just like literally like flipping a page like it's not like a smooth like they already throwing the logo on your face and like it's just they already showing you like it's gonna be something to like a reboot right you know get ready for the amazing spider-man like after spider-man 3 type of stuff exactly and it's sad and that's let's go into the let's go into the recruits because a couple days ago nxc signed nxc performance in the recruits one of the nxc performance in the recruits is bobby steveson he's from minneapolis jesus christ i was struggling with that he's the brother of gable steveson and we he won the gold medal in what 0.5 seconds already became a became a legend overnight just a couple months ago in the olympics and he wrestled in the same alma mater as uh brock lesnar and shelton benjamin so but he got some talent but he got big talent. Devin, anything? 
Hey, hey, he comes straight out of Minnesota, man. That's where the beast Brock Lesnar's from. I just so got to get Benjamin. your guesstimates on these guys. Like, we have no idea who they are, obviously, but we, I just got to get your take on. Yeah, I mean, he looks uh, impressive to me. I'm excited to see where uh, where they uh, take him. Next is Ben Buchanan. He's a former Alabama State High School wrestling champion, undefeated in the 285-pound weight class in 2019 and 2020. He is also the son of former tag team champion Bull Buchanan. Two, 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 285, 6'4". No, 6'4", 280. 6'4", 250. Jesus Christ. The guy is 6'4", 250. Jesus Christ. Next, we have Brady Booker. He does college football. He was playing middle linebacker at the University of South Dakota. A skilled archer. Okay. From, okay, from LaSalle, Illinois. 6'3", 245. All right, we got a Midwest man. kid. They got me an archer, man. You know how I feel about Green Arrow so you don't even care he's from, like, up the street from you. Like, you just care that he's yeah, an archer. Yeah, man, I don't care if you live on the basement. You're an archer. You cool with me. I'm done. Because I've, I've been meaning to get into that for years. A couple more people. We have Jessica Wynilko. I hope I pronounced that right. Pretty young. 21 years old. Younger than us. 21 years old. Bodybuilder. CrossFit athlete from Minnesota. And she's a gymnast. Dead trampoline and tumbling. And the, for the United uh, for the United States national team in 2016. So we got another Olympian. It's cold. And then you have Joseph Fatu. Joseph Fatu out of Las Vegas, the younger brother of Jimmy and Jay and the son of Rikishi, six foot two, 240. And he has experience in sports entertainment and has played college and football. Now, that, what do you think he's going to, what do you think he's going to come into play at? What do you think WWE is going to go for with him? That would be interesting to see. Obviously, I can't see him in the plans like they have currently with the bloodline right. and stuff, but... Oh, he still got a train. He still got, like, two years. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. By the time he's up there, I'm pretty sure that'll be... We'll be looking back at that by that point, and he'll be doing his own, you know... I don't know. I'm excited for him. Yeah. yeah that whole family is exciting. Like, I mean... They're good people. They're good people. 23-year-old Joshua Dawkins out of Florida. He's the latest trainee of WWE Hall of Famer, Devon Dudley. Testify. Only said it like that because I knew you was going to say that. But <laughs> he's six <laughs> foot one, and he is the nephew of Daryl Dawkins, the NBA legend. So decent man, decent. He's great talent. Peace. I know we, I know we took longer than we had to on that spot, but we just wanted to give them a shout out because honestly, like when it comes to that stuff, I don't know about you, Devin, but just giving an insight, I love. The, the come up story. I yeah. love the start, the beginning, where they are. I love the rookie stories, and I know I'm like we we're, even when we play two K, no. like I got to get the youngest person, like and stuff like that. Like <laughs> no, it's decent. No, it's, we just trying to like invest and see how this future going. That's the future of WWE at this point. So it's nice to see how they come up and see like oh I remember you know he came from uh Minnesota you know his brother was in the Olympics like know that guy like I know him but. Just trying to right, invest exactly. into the future, man. We we love this stuff. Right. Another person who was also investing into his future is Adam Cole. And now baby. And now Adam Cole just who just got his teeth cleaned by his baby. Okay, I'm sorry. Oh, I was like, <laughs> you know, I could. I'm telling you, it's that coffee, man. I'm telling you. He's <laughs> gonna go crazy. So Adam Cole is literally hanging his his career is up in the air right now. 
Free agent, he, man. He can go absolutely anywhere. Devin, where where do you see him going? I don't see an issue with him going with AEW. I mean, his baby is there. I promise I'm gonna stop doing that. And um, I mean, he, I I feel like it'd be a pretty good situation for him. Like WWE is really shaky. Like you may be in a good spot, and you may end up like carrying cross. No offense to carrying cross. So why 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 want why jump why, why gamble with that? Just saying. I love to see him stay with WWE. But if he goes to AEW, obviously nothing but the best one. I mean, obviously I'm. A, I say it like I ain't gonna see him, but I feel like if he went there, that would probably be his best outcome, from my perspective. To be honest, you are 100 percent right. I think it, I think anywhere but WWE is the best option for Adam Cole. His friends are gone. Everybody, literally, he came in there with Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, and Roderick Strong. Now he's gonna be. In SmackDown or Raw, and to be honest, he's gonna get be- way better treatment than they are. If they get called up, they're not they're gonna get the Oscar treatment, the Shayna Baszler treatment, the the Alpha, the American Alpha treatment. The I could I could go on all day, but everybody except Damian Priest, who thankfully got who was a great wrestler, who got out of that NXT uh, skid that has apparently been going on. Now the thing is. My biggest fear is Adam Cole not staying, but staying and being hot garbage. Like, not just hot garbage, but carrying cross hot garbage. You pick up wins, but on who? Yeah, nobody cares. I'm pretty sure you put carrying cross against Randy Orton right now. Randy Orton would do that. So, like, Randy Orton would do that to carrying cross. Like, and that's not us talking foolish on cross at all or on Adam Cole or the whole roster. It's just the way these people are booked. booked. Yeah, the way these people are booked, we're judging them based on how they're booked, not on their character at all. So it's the fact that Adam Cole has been going nuts in NXT. You expect him to go nuts up on the main roster, considering some of the people that were called up, he's going up there to see them, who he already have beaten. So it's like, who? it doesn't make any sense. I just want to... It's not gonna be a big rant. Just a small rant on like NXT transition to main roster. My thing is NXT is what was originally looked at as your development, developmental roster. Like this is the place where you see what clicks, you see what works, you see how will this superstar get over? Will he be, you know, a heel? Would he be better as a face? This is where they do that. They do that, and you see what helps get someone like Keith Lee over. You see what gets people like carrying across, like the presentation right and then you take them to wwe you're like well what do we do you know what to do you've seen what works in nxt like don't why are you why are you trying to change everything that was already developed like it's like might as well just get rid of nxt it's your development brand right so develop your superstars there and then bring them onto the roster and then just expand from there and then you want and then we look at these wrestlers and then they'll look at it like well he's not getting any reaction well, he did in NXT when he was doing what he was developing there. And then you just gave him a new, uh, whatever that cross stuff he wears and his oh, Spartan BDSM, helmet. Uh, I wasn't gonna call chains. it that. Like, <laughs> I, was gonna, I wasn't gonna say it. Well, I, we can say that. I mean, that's what I wasn't gonna let it come out my mouth. I was like, <laughs> but yeah, you give him these things that he didn't have, and he was in a better place without that stuff. Now you're making him a joke. You made him lose to Jeff Hardy. Now all these wins don't mean nothing to us. 
then you go on Twitter like, oh, came across not getting a reaction. It's not his fault. He did get reactions, just not the way you're doing it for him. That was all. I just, I don't know. I just was upset. No, that makes sense. And Samoa, I stand fully on everything I said. I just don't understand. And Samoa Joe is supposed to be the OG, one guy who was supposed to be one that was one of the guys who were on the main roster. Now he's champion. If you beat him, you have solidified yourself in my eyes as a main event talent. Samoa Joe is one of those people as a main event talent. When Karrion Cross beat Finn Balor, he was main event talent. When Ben Balor got beat, whoever beat Finn Balor, you were main event talent. That's how I see the people who got called down, the people who stepped down from Raw and SmackDown and go to NXT. They get success there. As soon as you lose, there's, there's no, you, you, I don't think you get hurt at all. If you go from Raw and SmackDown like a Finn Balor, like a, if a Cesaro, if Cesaro went down like he, he did last, like 2014. Like people like that who go down, there's no shame in that whatsoever because you're trying to bring up young talent. So these young talent, you they you put them over, they solidify themselves as main roster talent until they lose the title and make their way up. It's just that transition. Now it's gotten to the point where Damian Priest didn't need a NXT title. Adam Cole collected all the belts before he even – he still ain't called up. Like, it's just Tyler, Tyler Breeze never had the title, got released. I can go on with these names, who people who got released and this, that, and the other. But they do need to do better. We do have to move on. I'm sorry, but – AEW hinting at Daniel Bryan's appearance soon. They go all out on Sunday. I'm gonna pay for it. Are you gonna watch it? You can. Are you gonna be honest? You don't got to because AEW we don't cover it that much. I'm thinking about watching it. I'm gonna just fly out to Arizona real quick. You already said you're paying for it, so like I'm gonna come out the helicopter, go in your window, and we are gonna watch that. I'm just kidding. That's not how it's gonna work. But no, I'm, I'm planning on trying to watch it too. CM Punk went on and said. Everybody was chanting at Daniel Bryan's name. And CM Punk said, you guys are going to have to wait a little bit longer. We could possibly see him soon. Somebody had on their shoes at the ACBW for Bray Wyatt, Adam Cole, Daniel Bryan, DV, stuff like that, initials. How do you feel about AEW hinting at their talents? Because you've seen when CM Punk, who was on his way out here, they had Chick Magnet shirts. Everybody always had to say best in the world stuff. Like everything was just hinting at CM Punk without saying it. Like, obviously, we know he's coming. Like, we have backstage reports. We have everything. Why do we need to? That's just me. Why do we have to see all these innuendos and stuff? Why do you feel about AEW and their, I guess you could say, promotion? It's nothing necessarily wrong with it at the end of the day, but it's just like with all, like, yeah, with all the, you know, backstage reports and stuff, we, you know, we we know what's going on now. We're not yeah, in we, the dark. We know. Yeah, we know. Yeah, we know. We, <laughs> he said, "We know. We know. Yeah, we know. you already know. We know." But no, like it's it's fine. Like the little Easter eggs and stuff. But at the same time, it's a little too much because, like, you already know that this guy is probably potentially going to sign anyway. And now you keep saying, like, obviously he wouldn't if you won't keep putting it in my face and hitting, telling me to be patient. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, if it's already out there, like, just let it happen. You don't have to keep teasing it, like just. <laughs> Yeah, it's a waste of time. It's literally a waste of time. Like, WWE doesn't go all... I can understand if... Because it'll be backstage reports. The Rock is trying out. The Rock is training to get in the ring again. Yeah. And WrestleMania's five months away. Then the John Cena comes out with a Rock shirt. The, like, Roman Reigns is walking, do, like, walking around doing the eyebrow. Like, yeah, just, that's like, like... All that's extra. 
that's like if like in 2016, uh, I guess we would say 2015, uh, like early 2016, like early January. That's like us seeing like people walking around with, oh, yeah, you want to be phenomenal. Yeah, you know, exactly. making all these sense. And yeah. then we see, you know, and like it's like, no, like just let the man come out, get his uh his pop and all that. And exactly like I to me, AEW's promotion of other wrestlers. When I say promotion of other wrestlers, I just mean the way they have their little guests, not little, but guest appearances. It's just they they're cheesy. Even when they had Nick Gage, MJF had to come out there, say a little cheesy riddle. That we all knew about, like we knew as soon as he <laughs> said the first sentence, like we, yeah. we didn't have to go on. So that's just annoying in itself. But one thing that we have to do is annoy each other with this dream match. The Heel Turn Podcast. So Devin, we talked about this. We came to a conclusion. We have we have a list of dream matches now. We're actually gonna ask for your opinions on Instagram. So check us out at the Hill Turn Podcast. We're going to ask, what's your favorite dream match? And we're going to get to them. We're also going to give you a shout out on your Instagram handle as well. So swipe up and tell us what's your favorite dream match. But right now, we're going to talk about Eddie Guerrero versus AJ Styles. I thought you were gonna have a pause between us gonna be like Diva La Raza. And you know what's crazy? Devin did a whole cheesy AEW uh, thing too. You did a whole little promotion too. Talking about some you wanna be phenomenal? You wanna be phenomenal? I'm like, as soon as you said that, I was no. like, is he saying well, that's to funny? I didn't I, I actually I didn't think about that. Wow, I'm really brilliant. Also, oh, you just uh, you I, just uh, you just a host host. Yeah, I'm just so I'm, I need to quit right now. I'm just cold like that sometimes. I, I didn't even realize what I did. Oh, so I should just unclip my mic right now. So I, should, I, should just I mean, go. that's up to you. I should, that's just up to me. Anyway, kidding. Eddie Girl, AJ Styles, who you got? Two great performers. Like, extraordinary. I know we're going to probably have to, like, turn into Charlotte and Nia Jax on this. <laughs> man, man, oh, man. I would have to choose... Man, <laughs> what? You <laughs> like my first promo? I'm gonna, man. I'm picking the the phenomenal AJ style. Now, why do you say that? Because I mean, in all due respect to the great Eddie Guerrero, I just feel like in that match, AJ Styles would pick up the win. They're very similar in terms of like how they move around the ring. But I, I just feel that AJ is just a bit more like, they're both high flyers. Like they both, you know, can be versatile, like high flying, but I feel like AJ is a more striker in turn. Like he has that in his uh, arsenal. And I feel like, and I, I'm not saying that'll win him the match, but that is something that Eddie obviously can't necessarily was known for. But man, I don't know. That would be a real nail biter right there. But I gotta go with AJ Styles. Eddie, Eddie Guerrero doesn't have a phenomenal forearm. Wait, he said he wait. You have to base it off of the phenomenal forearm. I'm sick to myself. I'm not. I'm not saying that's no, not I'm just, I know. I know. I'm, I'm just, just saying, saying he ain't got one. Nah, 
and that's understandable. But I do have to go with Eddie on this one. And I figured the first thing I thought of when you was thinking about AJ Styles, I thought you was gonna be like, well, he's technical and he has the co- he has the little. Because I feel like they're both technical. Though. Yeah, they are. That's what I was gonna get at. I'm sorry. Because Eddie, oh no, I wasn't like him. I was just like, shut up, <laughs> shut up, bro. I was gonna get to that. Yeah. My inner, my inner Nia Jax was like flaming. I know. I'm like this man. He don't want to drink and coffee. <laughs> but all in all, Eddie Guerrero, I think he's very technical. I'm not gonna say he's. I'm not gonna say who's more technical than the other. That lasso from El Paso was the coldest uh, signature move, signature submission that I've seen in a minute. Like Eddie Guerrero, number one. Are we forgetting this man's slogan? This man's whole character lying cheating and stealing to begin with you really think he's gonna lose this match to aj styles without trying to sneak his way out of here i don't care if it's by disqualification i don't care if his i don't care if travel there i don't care if dominic there eddie girl eddie gonna try and win that match whether he's smooth with it he is very smooth with it he and not only is his holds are pretty cool his wrestling holds and that's the that's something that we really don't talk about because you like to watch i'm not calling you out we admitted this earlier i think in a couple episodes you like to watch earlier like wrestling back in the day you watch like wrestlemania 2 and stuff but like i had to stop i got made fun of yeah yeah then we started climbing yeah but even that even around our age when we watched eddie guerrero and randy orton people who have been very well known for like their wrestling holds and their headlocks and their you know, in their shoulder holes and just their wrestling holes when they sit there for like after the commercial break, it looked like it hurt. Wearing you down. Yeah, wearing you down. Stretching them out is what they call it. I forgot. Yeah, I think that's yeah, yeah. stretching them out. That's and Eddie Guerrero made it look like it was pain. And AJ Styles, man, man, sells like a sells like a legend. That's why I think Eddie Guerrero is definitely a shoe in. Like AJ Styles sells like a maniac. AJ Styles is ridiculous. Eddie Guerrero has high flying abilities as well, especially with the arm drag, holding and jumping on the ropes. Eddie Eddie's very versatile, very very smooth, very silky, and he lies, cheats, and steals. Eddie for the No, the one the one advantage I definitely will give you is how he lies, cheats, and steals. I still don't think that'll be enough. You still don't think that'll be enough? No, no. I can think of AJ, 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 too. He too. He too. He too. He too. Oh shoot! Sorry. Man, hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Calm down, Jamal. Got too excited. Wait, let me tell you something about. Let me tell you about AJ. I promise you, I love AJ. I turned into Samoa Joe. AJ, I don't know. I turned my, I turned my bag and say phenomenal. I got the styles. Styles is misspelled. It's like S T I L E S. Bring up my two K. 19 oh sure i forgot to get it to you <laughs> oh yeah man i'm telling you but all in all i think we didn't we didn't we didn't reach the meat of this we didn't reach the meat at this point yeah. i think we didn't got our point across let that us know pretty decent match, though. Oh, crazy crazy that's one five that's a star. huge rematch that's that dave nelson five that's star. that dave nelson broke the scale <laughs> now i think we all know what time it is it's time for Devin to say his goodbyes so, Devin, <laughs> is there anything you would like to say before we head out? I know my co-hosts hate this, so I'm going to continue to do it. Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, listeners all over the world, you are listening to 
one of the upcoming, rising, and amazing, great podcast, Wrestling, the Hill Turn Podcast. And you already know what we're doing. We're bringing you our insight and letting you know what we think. And you also get to see me or hear me get all these doves on Isaiah's, man. We got in a few weeks extreme rules, which I'm not used to being this late in the year. But who cares? A dub is a dub at the end of the day. So we'll see how these weeks play out. What stories we gonna get if WWE don't change stuff 20 minutes before the show again. And it's gonna be fun. So hoping you all tag along with us. Gonna be a good time every week. All day, every day. You already know where I am. You know what my co-host did sometimes. That's all I got to say. Thank you, Mr. Crowley. The way he said <laughs> it, like, oh, thank you. He gonna turn to Roman Reigns. Man, when Devin talks, it's like the same thing. It's he the same like, promo. You already know what it is. It's I'm gonna be over there. He gonna be over there. And he's gonna be right here. I'll see you later. I'm like, over there, over there, over there, over there, over there. I was like, I could have just said bye. <laughs> this man made me sound like the uh, PA from uh, Looney Tunes. Over there, over there, over there, over there, over there. That's man. all, folks. I looked up. He said, you're going to be over there. I'm going to be over here. And you're going to sit right here and listen to us. All right, goodbye. I'm like, That's why you just addressed the room, man. I was like, Jesus. But all in all, thank you for listening. Look, if you like us, watch the YouTube channel. The Hill Turn has an interview with Paradox, the wrestler. Incredible guy. Man, funny. Showed me that I did not want to be a wrestler at all. Just wanted to show some. Just wanted to give out that because we posted that a month ago. Man, been on YouTube. Paradox was an amazing guy. Deserves all the clout recognition he deserves. So please make sure you check that out. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll definitely 100%. See you guys next time. Thank you for listening to the Heel Turn Podcast. Check us out on iTunes and Spotify every Saturday for more wrestling news and to be a part of the conversation. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at the Heel Turn Podcast and on Twitter at underscore the Heel Turn.